ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. everybody and we are live first day of the year january 1st 2024 and uh happen to have with me in the studio jeremiah ray davis and judah wallace davis they're up here to see what i'm doing and we haven't done an early morning show in a very long time since uh before thanksgiving so welcome aboard it's good to be back. Of course, I have been getting some shows in to speak my word each day for the past two weeks, getting a little bit of practice, getting back on air, and uh, warming up. And uh, we are here today representing for the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome wherever you're tuning in from. Now, uh, it's going to take us a few days to get up to Marathon Force, meaning uh, four or five shows a day, but... I've got half the month already booked, and I'm waiting on replies back from uh, many people. And then as they uh, each contact me, I'll be locking them into the um, schedule. So welcome. We've got some good stuff for you tonight, and uh, we're going to kick it off with a word here in just a moment. Why don't we open up in prayer? Again, my name is Shannon Davis. If you're here for the first time, we call this the Omega Man Radio Broadcast. Started back in June 22nd, uh, 2010. We're in our 13th season. Um, and I'm excited to be here. We've got uh, 10,600 some odd broadcast to date by the grace of God. And we're going to hit 11,000 hopefully soon. Keep on going for Jesus. We've lost many. A friend of the broadcast speaker. In our 13 years on air, if you heard uh, the program two days ago, we made the sad announcement that uh, Prophet Scott Lathrop was called home to be with the Lord. Now, not sad as far as he's concerned. He's rejoicing. He is excited to be there his first day in heaven. But we're going to miss him down here. We've lost many, and um, that's just part of life. It's a point of man once dying in the judgment. But the good news is, they died in Christ, which he certainly did. And you and I do the same. We'll endure till the end to be saved. We'll see our loved ones again, our friends, family that have went on before us. We'll see Prophet Scott and Lathrop again. Probably won't be too long now. 
we are at the end of the age and things are ramping up I think it's going to be a very exciting year uh, prophetically but at the same time you and I have to occupy till Jesus comes or he takes us right so I think it's going to be an exciting year for you and I that will say Lord here I am use me for your will this year not my will thy will be done whatever you want me to do I serve at your pleasure and that's certainly uh, desire my heart to uh, keep working and actually I've got a new uh, motto for this year this is the year to make war on the host of hell and recover all because I tell you what the devil has given you and I plenty of hell the last four years hasn't he and you know what maybe two months ago the Lord delivered me actually of a spirit of fear you say do you have, did you have a spirit of fear well I had some remnants of it gotten a lot of deliverance already but fear the end times you know just a little bit despondent discouraged when we hear about all the stuff going on at COP28 and World Economic Forum and these other groups that are out there meeting plotting our demise and uh, I was listening to all the frontline broadcast every day get my daily update on what what is going on of course you know the end of the story Jesus is coming back and he's going to rule and reign for a thousand years from Mount Zion in Jerusalem his capital but we've got a road yet to tow before the Lord comes back and um, we've got some work to do and I was feeling a little bit of heaviness but I'll tell you something I was reading the word one day and the the word of God will set us free and I came across the scripture over in Proverbs 29-25 says the fear of man bringeth the snare but whoso putteth his trust in Yehovah that's the father shall be safe now are we going to believe the word of God or not Jeremiah do you believe the word of God yes Judah do you believe the word of God amen of course we do we'd be double minded if we didn't and a double minded man is unstable in all his ways let him not think that he'll get anything when he asks of it from the Lord paraphrased so the point I'm making here is of course we're going to believe the word of God and I chose to believe it and I realized I don't need to fear man Klaus Schwab or any of these other diabolical characters in the world scene what they have plans to do I'm going to put my faith and trust in Yehovah and I will be safe and so will you now it doesn't mean that we won't go through persecution or tribulation suffering for the cause of Christ of course that's common to all that will follow Christ but I'm here to tell you as Dr. Jonathan Hanson said nothing touch unless God allows it if we're walking in obedience and holiness for the Lord and we won't go until it's our time to go now if you want to get out there and be presumptuous and get outside the will of God disobey him rebellion that's a whole different story you can die before your time but I don't plan to do any of that 
I plan to obey the Lord, fear and obey the Lord, as Solomon said, is the beginning of wisdom. Amen? So let's be wise. Let's fear and obey God alone. We don't need to fear man. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear to begin with, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Let's put our faith and trust in God, and we're going to be all right. Jesus said, by the way, I'll never leave nor forsake you. He'll be with us till the end. Do I hear an amen? Plenty of promises we can hang on to. If I sound a little bit raspy, I'm just overcoming a little sore throat lasted a couple days. And uh, I've been on a uh, night schedule for six months. You know, we started a new thing. We began to test out some morning shows, as many of you have listened to over this year, last year, and abandoned the evening program. I just want to do something new after 13 years. But I've done that. And it was all right, but my schedule wasn't all right. I wasn't going to bed till 6, 7 in the morning some days. And even today, as try as I might, uh, I said, i got to get to bed. I'm getting up at uh, 7 to be, be on the air. So I um, went to bed about 2 a.m. my time, laid down, had my alarm clock set. I couldn't go to sleep. Laid there for about an hour, finally got up, popped some popcorn. I can have some of that on the remake with butter. Had some coconut water, turned on the TV, and next thing I, I knew it was uh, time to wake up. I couldn't go to sleep. I've got to break the uh, the sleeping schedule that I've been on, working uh, nights my time to do day shows in America, but that's all changed because we're coming back uh, tonight and going forward every night at 7 p.m. I like the new schedule. It'll just take me a few days to transition back. If any of you have worked night shifts, and then after a long time you switch back to day shift, you know what I'm talking about. It It can be a little bit of a power curve to get back. Well, I think I'll just have to stay up all day and then go to bed about 10 tonight my time. I'll be dead tired then. No problem. Okay. I'm excited to be here with you. I'm excited about 2024. It's going to be a great year here on Omega Man Radio. I'm going to work uh, hard to get you some great shows going. Our regular folk, plus a lot of new people. Some of the people you haven't heard in a while, they're coming back. And I'm in prayer that we'll get uh, many more back. Uh, We've lost over the years. But we'll see how it all works out. Praise the Lord. Put in God's hands... I want to work with those God wants me to work with. And those that we're not to work with, well, so be it. God bless them. Two can't walk together as one unless they both agree anyway. Amen? Well, I I want to agree with the word. Uh, We ought to obey God rather than men. And sometimes it will cause you and I to take a stance that's not popular. You know, you can't please the world. God doesn't like people pleasers anyway. He wants us to love all men. But at the end of the day, he's looking for people that will stand for the truth. He's not looking for compromisers. Amen? And uh, I will defend God's King James Bible. I still believe it's the best English translation we've got. Can't go wrong with it. I'll defend his name, Yahovah, the Father. In a world which says we all worship the same God, no, we don't. I'm here to tell you we don't. If the God you're serving, his son is not Jesus Christ, we're not worshiping the same God. 
I will defend deliverance to my dying breath. I thank God for, as someone said, the giants that we stand on their shoulders of deliverance. I call myself a student of deliverance, still much to learn. And that's all right by me. But uh, I didn't wait till I became perfect. Nobody's going to be perfect anyway. I just said, Lord, here I am. I want to give the devil two black eyes, kick him in the ball sack. And I want you, before it's over with, to take me like a nuke and detonate me at ground zero of the enemy's camp. I want to do him such damage that the enemy actually has a nervous breakdown and cries. Is that possible? I don't know. We'll find out. But if we're going to go out, let's go out with a bang. Let's take some demon scalps along the way. Do I hear an amen? It's time to make our lives count for something. Not just see if we can, you know, just basically glide into heaven with the least amount of effort. Coast into heaven, the word is the adjective I'm looking for. I don't want to coast into heaven. Praise the Lord. I want to go there and have something to show for my time down here. When I stand for the Lord Jesus Christ at the judgment seat of Christ, don't you? It's all going to be laid out there. And we will sincerely regret if we didn't use every available opportunity we had down here while we still have spirit in our body to do what the Lord has called us to do, finish the job, and ask for extra credit. Because eternity is forever. And what we do here is going to determine our positions in the kingdom of God and the thousand-year millennial reign and who knows what else. There is a least in the kingdom of heaven. But the Lord has said, of course, the least in the kingdom of heaven is still greater than the greatest here on earth. So don't think for a moment what you do down here doesn't matter. Jesus says, Behold, I come quickly with my reward in my hand to give everyone according to their works. So let's roll up our sleeves saying, Lord, here I am. What can I do for you? I believe God's got a special assignment for each one of us. And uh, he's waiting for you and I just say yes. He'll have everything else prepared that we'll need to finish the job. He gave me on the job training in deliverance. I knew nothing about it in terms of how to do it and uh, still more to learn and I'll get it as I need it. But we report for duty. Lord, here I am. God will put you through basic training. He'll issue you what equipment you need. Of course, we've got the full armor of God we to put on. That includes the sword of the Spirit. It's what we need to be in the Word. And that's why my uh, plan is, and pray for me that we can do it, is to do a seven-day-a-week Speak My Word program. Starting now, we're going to continue that. Let's pray. We've got a mass deliverance up ahead tonight. We've got Joey Farrar coming up at 9. Um, this week, I'm going to be doing also our Wednesday program. We're going to have Ivory Hopkins on early bird at 9 a.m., then Michael Cummins at 3, and then starting next Wednesday, we're going to be doing um, triple international shows on Wednesday. Elvis Newhart, Michael Cummins, David Measures. We'll have some surprises here for you some early bird shows but our primary schedule will be in the evenings 7pm till uh, some nights 11 
I'm hoping to have the Demon Hotline back on Fridays. <clears throat> Hank Groover will be back this week. And many of the people that you love. Okay. Joe Cohen, Michael Basham, John Terrell, Gary Stafford, many more. We've got many new guests. We haven't had in a while. Mike Kerr coming on next week. Troy Anderson with Paul Begley. Frank Marzullo. Philip Morris. We're going to have a whole crew coming on. Just wait and see. Okay, and then, of course, all the programs are in the archive. You can get them for free. Go to MegamanRadio.com. we got a Podbean app now, if you were not aware of that, an official app that uh, you can get all the shows, or you can go get them online from your computer, however you like to do that, download them that way. But OmegaManRadio.com, OmegaManRadio.com is your one-stop place for anything related to this show. And if you still can't find what you need, email me or catch me here in the chat room. Okay, let's pray. Father, Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you for this day. This is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you that we have made it another year, January 1st, 2024. I thank you, Lord, for friends that we have back again. Haven't seen Susan in a very long time. Susan, God bless you. God bless her, Father God, and many others who are tuning into the show. Haven't seen some of you in a while. Good to, good to have you back. Father God, bless everybody tuning in, whether they're here live or they listen on MP3. Thank you for helping us to keep this platform going 13 years now. We give you all the praise, the honor, the glory, Lord Jesus, for it. Bless everyone. We plead the blood of Jesus over the shows tonight and going forward, 2024. God, have your way. We give the broadcast to you. It's yours. Bring the people in that you want to speak. Open new doors of opportunity for each one of us. In Jesus Christ's name. Also, Satan, we put you in every one of your demons and wicked spirits. I'll notice that we're going to attack you like never before. You tried to stop us in the beginning and you failed. And we're going this year full force with a vengeance. We're going to take some demon scalps for Jesus. It's payback time. Then we must give back sevenfold what he has stolen. Father God, we bring this to your remembrance, your word, and we ask that each of us get back sevenfold what the enemy has stolen from us these last several years through the lockdowns and the limitations that were put on us all through the censorship we lost eight YouTube channels speaking the truth and I'll do it again we'll lose ninth if we need to thank you Father God and Satan we bind you in Jesus name and bind every demonic spirit we loose the judgments of God against you And we call for the angels of God in Jesus' name to pull swords and begin to attack every wicked spirit that's been assigned to the program tonight. Stop people from getting here to cut the connection, to come against any of us. We loose the judgments of God on you demons. We bind and rebuke you and we command you to go to where Jesus is sending you. We also break any witchcraft or curses put on any of us to try to stop us from fulfilling what the Lord has called us to do. We invite the Holy Spirit of God to come tonight, teach us the word. Thank you, Father God. 
have your way. Loose ministering angels right now to the Lathrop family. God, comfort them in this time of their loss. And we ask that you bless soulmate that it would continue. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray tonight. Amen. Again, good to see you out there. Gail, Etta, Susan, Jagboagu, and many more. Marisol, God bless you. Chilindrina, okay. I'm sure there's some I've missed. Uh, We'll get started, though, for the sake of time. Okay, we're going to pick up where we left off tonight uh, with our program we call Speak My Word, where we're going through the Word of God together. What I do is I read a little bit from the Old and then the New Testament. It's all one book, God's Bible, His Holy Book. But, and it's all for today. You can't have the new without the old. The old needs the new. Amen? So it's all for today, uh, God's Word. And uh, we're going to, with the Lord's help, try to rightly divide it. The Word of Truth. An ever-present help in time of need. I have need right now, and I know you. some of you do too. And the Lord is going to help us all in 2024 go and recover all in Jesus' name. That's my prayer. Okay, I'm going to be picking up today in um, 1 Samuel 6 and Matthew 19. You know what, today, let's do it in Matthew 19. We'll just start off there. Okay. Thank you, boys, for your help. And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished these things, he departed from Galilee and came into the coast of Judea beyond Jordan. And great multitudes followed him, and he healed them there. Some have said Jesus had a threefold ministry. I think there's four parts to it. He preached the good news, the gospel. He cast out devils. He healed the sick. And he did miracles. Like raising the dead. That's a miracle, isn't it? Like turning the water into wine. Like uh, multiplying the loaves and the fishes. So I think he had fourfold ministry, if you ask me. And this is one of the things he was doing right here. Just healed somebody. And people were following him because they saw miracles happen they wanted a touch from Jesus and to be made whole to be delivered to have a child delivered they were seeking knowledge people need to follow Jesus Christ and his word not Tyne Lopez and his YouTube channel who's always talking about knowledge but never talks about the word of God that's the ultimate knowledge you know what I'm talking about, Tyne Lopez. Here in my garage, I got a hundred books here. I just read ten yesterday, he said. Something like that. With his Lamborghini. Great, great YouTube, though. But he needs Jesus. What is a prophet of man if you read every library, book in the world, but you didn't read the Bible and know Jesus? Amen? If you read all the Warren Buffett books and all the uh, influencer books and all the things that are recommended out there if you want to learn how to be an entrepreneur be successful if you only read one book it should be the Bible and read it every day 
because God will bring things alive to you that you didn't see before. Happens all the time with me. I've read it before, and then I said, "Wait, I must have missed it." Here, oh, it's a, it's a it's a book that God has to unlock supernaturally, at any rate, and He will through His Holy Spirit. Okay, let me get focused here. So, the Pharisees also came unto Him, tempting Him and saying unto Him, "Is it lawful for a man?" to put away his wife for every cause and Jesus answered and said unto them have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female and said for this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and they twain shall be one flesh wherefore they are no more twain meaning two but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let no man put asunder. They say to him, Why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement and to put her away? Jesus saith unto them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to put away your wives. But from the beginning it was not so. And I say unto you, Whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, shall marry another, committeth adultery. And whoso marrieth her, which is put away, doth commit adultery. Now that's some serious stuff right there. I don't hear it preached too much in the church today. His disciples saying to him, If the case of the man be so with his wife, it is not good to marry. But Jesus said unto them, All men cannot receive this saying, save they to whom it is given. Talking about those that would remain celibate and not marry. Because the general command is, Be fruitful, multiply, and and that uh, implies you're going to get married because God not happy with sex outside of marriage or children born outside of marriage. He wants it done in the confines of marriage. Not blaming the children who are born out of wedlock, but that's not the way, right way to bear children. And if we have done that, we need to repent and break any curse of the bastard so the children can be released in Jesus' name, by the way. Jesus goes on to say, For there are some eunuchs which were so born from their mother's womb. And there are some eunuchs which were made eunuchs of men. And there be eunuchs which have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake. He that is able to receive it, let him receive it. Then were there brought unto him little children that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Suffer little children, forbid them not, to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. Now before we uh, go to verse 16, I'm reading again, if you're just joining us, Matthew chapter 19. 
subject divorce, uh, the Lord speaks about it more in detail in some of the other uh, books of the Bible. Um, is there forgiveness for divorce? Yes. But it doesn't mean that there's not going to be a price to pay. Number one, God says don't do it. It is sin. It's not to be something taken lightly or something that should be acceptable. Although if you look at uh, people in and out of the church, divorce is rampant. And uh, there's a there's there's a price to pay for it. God has to determine what price you and I are going to pay. But while we can repent and be forgiven, it's not advisable to sin because uh, we do reap what we sow. And uh, I tell you, who pays the biggest price are children who are victims of divorce. Very sad. It happens often too much. And the children usually suffer the most. But you can build soul ties. Um, put yourself in all kinds of bondage and legal trouble. And that can create all kinds of problems. We need to do it God's way, but few of us have done it that way. I, for one, uh, did not do it God's way. And I can tell you, as, uh, as a country western singer once told my mother, he said, uh, he was one of the guys who ran with Johnny Cash. I forget his name right now. Uh, uh, Waylon Jennings. My mother knew Waylon. Waylon told my mother one time, he said, uh, you know, Katrina, I paid a high price for a lot of low living. And I have to say, I have to better do it God's way. And uh, we shouldn't rush into uh, marriage. We should seek the Lord for a mate, but God send us somebody. And be very careful. Because once you tie that knot, God means for it to stay tied. Now, there are some conditions, again, that uh, can be broken, and God won't penalize you. But uh, many people just throw caution to the wind, and they just say, oh, you know what? I like the way they look. They turn me on. They're not serving the Lord, but we'll work through that. Most people never make it. Um, word of God is very clear. Be not unequal yoked with unbelievers for what fellowship does light have with darkness. Amen? And if you have made a mistake, we repent. First John 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sin... He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I had to do that. For the mercy of God. And then there's a parallel verse that says, Stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free, and be not entangled again in a yoke of bondage. So we can get into some real bondage, depending on who we yoke with. So, choose your mate very carefully, with the Lord's help. And, uh, you want your relationship to be on a foundation of Jesus because if it's not built on Jesus, looks won't last. I could say more, but I'm going to go on. And behold, one came and said unto Jesus, Good Master, what good thing 
shall I do that I may have eternal life? And Jesus said unto them, unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, for that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He saith unto him, Which Jesus said? Excuse me, he said unto him, Which? And Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. We had a lot of people bearing false witness against President Trump, sadly. Over and over and over again, and they got nothing but a slap on the wrist. I think Hillary was fined a hundred grand for her contrived steel dossier, lying to try to stop Trump. When has that ever stopped any of these people from that being their modus operandi, bearing false witness? Well, God will get them. Sooner or later, he's going to get them. They will repent. He also says, Jesus says, Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The young man saith unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? You know, what's missing? Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, speaking to this young man, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. Now this is not to everyone on the globe that you've got to go sell all you got and give the poor. He was talking specifically to this man. Although it might be true for some individuals, but you have to seek the will of the Lord on that. But in this particular case, he loved his money, his wealth. And uh, Jesus was going to put him to the test right here. If you really are sincere and you want to be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. There's some ministries that are all about you need to be rich or you're not blessed. Or that, you know, that's a sign of God's favor. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. And it says right here it's hard for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. So if everybody were rich, there probably wouldn't be many going to heaven. Because Jesus said right here, it's hard for one to enter in the kingdom of heaven. Because they make that their their focus. Maintaining the riches and building more in, in many cases. And again I say unto you, Jesus said, It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Of course, the eye of the needle was a a, a small interest in a walled city. 
that if you were coming after the main hours in which the uh, gate was open and, and now it's been closed and you need to get in, you could get in through this door, but you're coming in with your camel. Camel's tall, taller than this door. Unless you want to stay outside the city for the night and risk maybe being uh, a victim of bandits that would prey on people that were outside the protection of the city walls, you're going to have to get that um, camel down on its knees. And that's a hard thing to do. Get them to obey. They're stubborn. They'll spit on you and they'll bite on you, I'm told. They'll bite you. Uh, you got to get him to kneel down and then the camel too can go in. It's not easy. It's not going to be easy for people who, uh, that is their main goal in life, to be rich. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, Who then can be saved? But Jesus beheld them and said unto him, them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Have you been in some impossible situations before? Some may be looking at an impossible situation right now. How am I going to get a bill paid? What am I going to do for a job? Got laid off the other one. A whole list of situations that may look impossible to people. I've been in some, what was an impossible situation to me. I had no solution for it. And I won't go into the whole story, but let's just say, I prayed, stepped out and walked in faith, and uh, when all looks lost, lost, God can come through for you, as he did for me that day. I've seen it happen. I mean, if you have seen it happen, it's good to remember the things that we've seen God do in our past, and what looked like a, a situation that we had, we would never get out of. And we realized, yeah, we, we've passed on beyond that and many others just like it. God solved them. We won't be able to do it alone, but with God, all things are possible. It says to him that are believe and are called according to his purpose. Then answered Peter and said to him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed thee. What shall we have therefore? And Jesus said to them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And every one that hath forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake, shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. When I think about that verse, uh, I think about my own grandfather Weber. And my grandfather Davis, who got to a point in their life, they, they said, Lord, we, we want to follow you. They answered the call of God. And uh, they went all in. They were not wealthy men, as people count wealth, but they had that home, they had a car, 
They always had food on the table. God always met their needs, not their greeds. And they could have done many other things and had more as far as what the world seeks after. But they knew that there was no, nothing greater than to serve the Lord and that their reward was not here. And even had they been able to accumulate a reward, they wouldn't be able to take it with them. It was going to be put up in heaven. That's where reward is. Sure, I'd like to make a million dollars. Have it in the bank. May never happen. But what does it profit you to gain the whole world and lose your soul? To be wealthy as Bill Gates or Steve Jobs who had ten billion when he died, or be uh, I mean that's nothing now. Look at the uh, look at the dude who owns Amazon. I think he's a trillionaire. I mean, just amazing sums. They could spend a million a day for the rest of their life, never go through that fortune. And um, they'll never take it with them. What would you rather have, that and lose your soul? Or have reward in heaven waiting for you? So many people know, know know this that this this time down here is just short. It's fleeting, and so they say, you know what? Praise God. I have money or not? I know that I got a heavenly bank account up there, and as someone told me, God keeps good books. What we do down here, God sees. He has not forgotten about. And it's being written down in our records. And those books can be opened when we stand for Jesus. And what we've done for the Lord down here will count for us in heaven, I'm here to tell you. When it comes to the reward, God will not overlook it. Again, Jesus said, You shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. But many that are first shall be last and the last shall be first okay well we read Matthew chapter 19 let's go over and read um, 1 Samuel 1 Samuel we're going to pick up uh, over in chapter 6 And the ark of Yahovah was in the country of the Philistines seven months. Now, this is the first night you've been on where this would speak my word. Because of the sins of the two sons of Samuel, not Samuel, excuse me, Eli, who served the Lord as a priest in his temple in Shiloh. because he did not reprimand them and put an end to their wickedness they had become sons of Belial they were having relations with ladies that were coming up with their families daughters to offer sacrifice to the Lord they were greedy when it came to the offerings of God and said you'll give me the choice portion or I'll take it from you by force they did all kinds of wicked stuff and their, their father didn't put a stop to it because of his 
acquiescence to their sin. Essentially, looking the other way. The day of his visitation came, and a prophetic word was given to him, followed by a visitation to Samuel, the young prophet, in training. The judgment was coming on the house of Eli, and he would lose his two sons, and one day they would die in the battle, and uh, many more terrible things would happen. And the battle came. Israel lost tens of thousands that day. His two sons were smote. The daughter-in-law who was carrying one of their, one of his grandsons heard the news of her husband's death, went into labor. She died, called the son Ichabod, and worst of all, the Ark of the Covenant fell into the hands of the Philistines. And when it did, it began to afflict him. And wherever it was, those in the area would have terrible bleeding emeralds, bleeding sores, tumors, hemorrhoids in their private parts. Cause great pain, discomfort. Philistines didn't know what to do. So they call for the priest and the diviner saying, What shall we do to the ark of Yahovah? Tell us wherewith we shall send it to his place. They want to get it out of there. The longer it's here, the worse off we're going to be. It's like something radioactive. It's killing us. And they said, if, if you send away the ark of the God of Israel, send it not empty, but in any wise return him a trespass offering, then ye shall be healed. For it shall be known to you why his hand is not removed from you. Then said they, What shall be the trespass offering, which we shall return to him? They answered, Five golden emeralds, and five golden mice, according to the number of the lords of the Philistines. For one plague was on you all, and on your lords. Wherefore ye shall make images of your emeralds, and images of your mice that mar the land. So they had pestilence in there. They had mice running everywhere, eating everything. I don't like mice or rats. And I've encountered both in my time overseas, along with a bespeckled cobra, which I killed in the bathroom one day. I killed outside, rather, and then another one was trying to come through the drain. Killed, uh, I've, uh, yeah, I've had uh, scorpions in the house. Killed one of those. Not here, thankfully, in Bali. Costa Rica was really bad on those. Flies, ants of all variety, um, rats. We have lizards everywhere, but just let them go. They're eating bugs. I kill them when I can, but they're just too numerous. They crawl the walls. Scorpions, oh God, have mercy. <clears throat> bad news and rats no rats in the house here but when I lived in uh, Columbia I had this big house that I rented and it was built back in the 60's it was humongous and it had these beams that were built into certain sections of this the lower portion of the house and it had a little um, garden right there in your house and it would rain it would come right through the roof of your house and water the garden they had hammocks in there it was really kind of cool Never seen anything like that before. 
But what I didn't know it was it was open, and some of the screen had broken, and uh, a rat got in. Well, I put into that real quick. We got that patched up, but um, back to Costa Rica. I just moved into this place, and uh, thought everything was great. Then one day I heard a commotion in the uh, kitchen, and I had a bag of like a twenty-five pound bag of rice. I bought, put on the kitchen floor. And I looked, and it was like a, a wave going inside. And I heard this noise, and it was these mice. They had gotten in, and boy, they were going to town eating that rice. That thing had to be thrown out, and I had to actually get a, a metal garbage can and put rice in there just in case they came back. I went in that house long, though, because we had bandits. Uh... <clears throat> looked great by day but at night bandits patrolled the street and uh, they even got past my barbed wire that's another story so these these mice are a plague they'll get into everything eat anything they can they leave turds behind they were marring the land eating the crops they had hemorrhoids that bled terrible this is a true story. And it said, if you want to fix this problem, you shall give glory unto the God of Israel per adventure. He will lighten his hand off from off you, and from off your gods, and from off your land. Wherefore then do ye harden your hearts, as the Egyptians and Pharaoh hardened their hearts? Look at what happened to them. They all died. Ten plagues. Is it going to take that, in other words? When he had wrought wonderfully among them, did they not let the people go, and they departed? Now therefore make a new cart, and take two milch kinds, so two milk cows, on which there hath come no yoke, and tie the, these cows to the cart, and bring their calves home from them. Okay. <clears throat> And take the ark of Yahovah and lay it upon the cart, and put the jewels of gold, wherein ye return him for a trespass offering, in a coffer by the side thereof, and send it away that it may go. And see if it goeth up by the way of his own coast to Beshemesh, which is Bethlehem area. Beshemesh, uh, it's Jerusalem, rather. Um, then he hath done us this great evil. If it goeth up by the way of his own coast but if not then we shall know that it is not the hand that smote us it was a chance that happened to us so they figure it's probably God but we're going to test this theory out and see they're actually fleecing God you know and the men did so and took two milch kind the two milk cows and tied them to the cart and shut up their calves at home and they laid the ark of Yahovah upon the cart and the coffer with the mice of gold and the images of their emeralds and the kind took the straight way to the way of Beshemesh and went along the highway lowing as they went moo and turn not aside to the right hand or to the left. And the lords of the Philistines went after them unto the border of Beth Shemesh. 
And they at Bethshemesh were reaping their wheat harvest in the valley, and they lifted up their eyes and saw the ark and rejoiced to see it. So that was their answer. Of course, <clears throat> God had, had brought this uh, plague on them. And the cart came into the field of Joshua once again, a Bethshemite, and stood there where there was a great stone, and they claved the wood of the cart and offered these cows, two milk cows, a burnt offering unto Yahovah. And the Levites took down the ark of Yahovah, and the coffer that was in it was with it, wherein the jewels of gold were, and put them on the great stone. And the men of Bethshemesh offered burnt offerings and sacrificed sacrifices the same day unto Yahovah. And when the five lords of the Philistines had seen it, they returned to Ekron the same day. Stand by. Stand by, folks. And these are the golden emeralds, which the Philistines returned for a trespass offering unto Yahovah. For Ashdod one, for Gaza one. Gaza was once occupied by Philistines until God said, I'm taken away from them and I'm going to give it to Israel along with other land uh, as an inheritance. So Gaza, of course, does still belong to the Jews, although they may not be occupying it right now. But these were where the Philistines lived. Ashdod, Gaza one, for Askelon one, for Gath one. That's where Goliath was from. For Ekron one, and the golden mice, according to the number of all the cities of the Philistines belonging to the five lords, both of fenced cities and of country villages, even unto the great stone of Abel, wherein they set set down the ark of Yahovah, which stone remaineth unto this day in the field of Joshua the Beshemite. I wonder if it's still there. And he smote the man of Beshemish, because they had looked into the ark of Yahovah. Uh oh. Even he smote of the people fifty thousand and seventy men. A score is twenty, so three score is sixty, ten, seventy. Fifty thousand seventy men were killed. Wow. Serious stuff. You don't mess with that ark, and you certainly don't look into it. And the people lamented because Yahovah had smitten many of the people with a great slaughter. And the men of Beshemesh said, Who is able to stand before this holy Yahovah God? And to whom shall he go up from us? And they sent messengers to the inhabitants of Kirjath Jerim, saying, The Philistines have brought again the ark of Yahovah. Come ye down, fetch it up to you. It's a dangerous thing to have in your midst. <clears throat> if if uh, if you're not a Levite, because they know how to handle it. They know they're not to touch it, and they uh, they know not to open it up, because if you do, it'll kill you. Because what it represents, God's seat on earth. First Samuel chapter six. We're going to stop right there. Father God, we thank you for the word today. We ask that you bless everybody that came out. 
In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Friends, uh, we're going to uh, save this program. i got to remember to do that. I'm a little bit rusty. We haven't done a marathon in six weeks. And um, that was the last big break. I'll be taking anytime soon. Uh, we're going full force now, Monday through Friday, with marathon, and then seven days a week we're going to be doing Speak My Word. Um, so pray for us that we'll be able to keep up the momentum. But um, we save each program, and then I'll post them up to uh, our website, megamanradio.com, to, to the Podbean account, and they'll hit about 12 other accounts. So if you go to megaman.podbean.com, go there, and from there, um, you can find uh, the other locations that will pick up our feed. I'm also in a process of restoring all the shows, going back to episode one, that need any work on them, for the sound, etc. And uh, if there's any commercial music in there, I have to strip that out. But... Um, I'm reposting them. We're calling them Omega Man Reloaded. And uh, there's some great stuff in our archive of 10,600 shows that you'll find nowhere else. And they're all free. They're going to be free to Jesus Comes Back. Uh, we were going to put them in a thing called The Vault and have a subscription fee, but no, I don't think that's of the Lord. We're not going to do that. We're just going to trust the Lord for resources to keep these programs going. And we'll go till we run out of fuel which I don't think it's anytime soon because I know God has not told me to quit. So he'll make a way. And uh, the program is free to listen to, free to download. Help yourself to it. I want to thank those that uh, have supported the work of Omega Man to date. You got us this far. God richly bless you. You got fruit on your account in heaven. And uh, if God puts on your heart to do it, again, you can support us over at OmegaManRadio.com. That's all I need to say about that. Okay, um, we'll stop right there. Come back uh, with a mass deliverance from Win Warley, and then we're going to have a live program with Joseph Ferrar at 9 Eastern. And then um, you're going to see momentum with our schedule going forward. Again, this is our first night back officially. So give me just a few days, and you're going to see a bunch of guests start, starting to filter in, and we're going to have full marathons again. <clears throat> Okay, with that, I'm going to save this program. We'll be right back. Get ready to refresh.